I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Not a lot to think about over the weekend. A lot of things I didn't get a chance to talk about last week. And the reason is simple. I mean, you know, we we came in for the week and uh, we had a transformer blow on Monday. And so we had to shuffle guests around because, of course, it gets towards the end of the month and we have to do certain things and say certain things and bring on certain guests that we promised we'd get on and we had to shuffle them around it. And uh, I really didn't get to a topic that I wanted to talk about on Thursday. So I thought, well, give me some chance, you know, give me a chance to have it mellow in my mind a bit before I, you know, talk to the audience about how I feel inside about something. And I realized this weekend we have two dangerous things that are happening simultaneously right now in the country. First, the official COVID narratives are mutating in ways that threaten to make it a forever phenomenon. And unsurprisingly to anyone who's been paying attention, this, of course, is the so-called second wave, third wave. I've lost count. Second, the titans of high tech, the technocracy in league with the deep state and its political lapdogs are hell-bent on eliminating voices of dissent on various internet platforms. I mean, we got shut down on YouTube just because I mentioned COVID-19. It's one of those things that I, you know, I I, I really resent it. <laughs> I do, because it's like, yeah, okay. You know, because you have, you know, I get told I'm not an expert on something. I've been a talk show host for 25, 26 years I, I've spoken about such subjects. I, I've researched and, and have you know had audience with these subjects. No, I'm not an expert, but I certainly have researched it. But of course, you know, it, it comes with the territory because they want to find ways to weaponize ideologies, and they're using whatever propaganda they can to lessen the blow of their criminal activity. And this has been the case for some time now. I mean, there's criminal activity going behind the scenes. When I speak of criminal activity, I speak of it. I speak of it on the whole. Criminal elements within our leadership. And I'm not pointing to one particular president or one particular uh, party. They're all pretty much under my eye. They're, they're pretty much suspect at this point. So when I talk about criminal activity of the establishment, it's, I'm talking about the establishment as a whole. There's been this case for some time. I mean, when it comes to information, information is becoming a divisive exercise because we're in an info war. We're in an information war. And as you all know, in war... Truth is always a casualty. Truth is a casualty in war. Conspiracy theory is also being labeled political heresy. When it's used to expose treachery, it's always dismissed by cognitive bias. But I believe it's important that it's heard while we still have freedom of speech. It's very valuable. It's important to me. It's, I should, it should be important to you, but as many of you are slowly realizing... You're losing your ability to speak. You're losing your ability to publish. You're, using, you're losing your ability to freely post. And I mean, sure, you, you got to use some responsibility when you post, but it's hard to denote a joke. It's hard to denote uh, satire. It's hard to denote any of that anymore. We don't have satire. Uh, we do, but only certain people can do it, and they do it correctly. And so in the process, I mean, satire teaches us lessons. Memes are teaching people things on, on the Internet. But... With this 
I guess you could call this this weapon that they're using called censorship, we are not as informed as we could be. We in America are highly entertained, but to a lesser extent informed when it comes to vital topics. I know that people tune out sometimes. I mean, I got a few people saying, oh, if you're going to talk political tonight, I'm just not going to listen. Well, fine. It's okay. Hyperpartisan extremism is killing America. If you don't like what's said in a parapolitical realm, you're not going to learn anything because, you know, it's not going to be one side or the other side. It's all sides. It's not red state, blue state. It's the state versus you. It's the isms that are going to kill you. And, and to me, it seems we have to fight extreme with extreme, but I can't put my finger on what that extreme is. I mean, our extreme might be simple. It might be hard. It may be direct. Who knows what this extreme has to be? I think it's still being determined. I mean, we have to make the agenda of the corporate and political reset harder to implement. We have to make it harder to implement. We need to fight. We need to find a way to see through the establishment's build back better slogans and point out that they have been the slogans used for world government, especially when it comes to our friends at Davos, the World Economic Forum, that want this great reset. Uh, information is important. They know that. They know that information that undermines or exposes them, they don't want that. Discernment is important, even though you're being told, and this was in the New York Times, we discussed this the other night, even though you are being told that critical thinking is what is ruining the establishment myths that the media and technocrats want you to believe. They spin myths every day. They spin conspiracy theories every day. But they tell you, don't listen to their conspiracy theories. Listen to our conspiracy theories. And I understand. I, I, I fully understand that it's challenging to use discernment. It's hard to get involved when you post something on Facebook and it gets fact-checked or you go to Facebook jail, putting something on YouTube, just saying the word COVID-19 on YouTube gets you shut down. I mean, we know that the internet is a fast resource with, enorm with enormous benefits, used correctly, used wisely, not just throwing things up there to see if it sticks. Some people look at it that way. They don't have any responsibility at all. But see, the more I scroll aimlessly on my phone, the more I run to my bookshelf, because I'm finding myself doing that. I, was, I think I was expressing that uh, to someone the other day. I said, I get up in the morning and I just scroll on my phone to oblivion because I want to read something on Facebook that's going to catch my eye. And most of the time, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting stuff that is, is uh, interesting. It's becoming pablum now. And why? Because things are being censored. Things are being shut down. People are not speaking. New ideas aren't being heard. And so the more I scroll aimlessly on my phone, I want to run to my bookshelf. I want to go to my own library on aftermath.media, and I read there. I, I, I do research on the shows I do. Some of the stuff is already there. Some of the stuff is at my bookshelf. Online, it's more difficult. I mean, I'm, looking, I'm looking at what is happening around me and, and this whole lie of build back better. It becomes an impotent exercise. It's not important. It's impotent. It's, it's an impotent exercise. Hollow as all promises from politicians and technocrats that are now, well, they answer to experts. And in our case, it appears that government answers to the Pentagon and the lapdogs of the police state. It's obvious that this is what is happening now. People say, who's running the show? It isn't Biden. It isn't Harris. Yeah, it's the Pentagon. It's the deep state. It's finally back to normal. It's America business as usual. One of the natural impotence is hidden within that vital lie. They call everything else the big lie, but they have this vital lie of character 
that needs to be exposed. One lives within the manageable social world that helps one blot out existential awareness by offering various social games and cultural symbols, agreed forms of madness that necrotize everything with fear. One learns to adjust. Sometimes you think, well, it's best to adapt. Be appropriate. Don't, don't, you know, don't rock any boats. Don't any... But the aim, the aim of the establishment right now is to cut life down to manageable proportions. Their job now is to domesticate terror. And to keep telling you the domestic terror is right next door to you. But everybody's a racist, everybody's a Nazi, everybody's a transphobe, everybody's a homophobe. It just becomes out-of-control hyperbole. We are no longer building back better. It's all about bullying and blasphemy. I can think of a lot of Bs that would just fit right now to all this. Build back better, three Bs, right? But see, cutting life down to manageable proportions, cutting context down to manageable sound bites, domesticating terror... Trust in the cultural and social authorities for protection and reassurance. And you know how you get that? You get that through obeying. Obedience is key. They demand it. And the media tries to homogenize the terror that the war machine produces. You know, back in the day, I used to say that ground zero is like April Fool's Day and every night is Halloween. It's like every day is April Fool's, every night is Halloween. I used to say this all the time on my show. But I can see that, this, that right now, in, the, in these days, in this time of our lives, Halloween is happening year-round, where the fear of death is handed out like poison candy. And Joe and Kamala wait at the door disguised as everyone's benevolent aunt and uncle. Remember to clutch that mask. Remember to stay safe. It's patriotic to wear that mask. And then what they do? They drop a dollop of anxiety into your bag. Anxiety and fear of, of more plague, extremism, white supremacists, blah, 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 terrorism, and now the threat of war. We are being subjected to mind control on a vast scale, the continual pumping up of the fear of death to control the population. Americans have been living in an atmosphere of dread for decades. It's it's so old and so obvious, but it cuts so deep. It works like a charm. COVID's one tactic. Climate change is another. But the COVID narrative is wearing thin, so in order to build back better, we create the build back better lie, and then they push war. More war, more often, all the time. War at home, war abroad, battlefield America. Nothing's really changing, is it? 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.